Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Sometimes you and I are able to visualize or even imagine what really happened between Elijah and Elisha, which is setting the stage for what Jesus said and did in the gospel message. The scene of Elisha plowing the fields with his oxen helped me to actually visualize the time I was going to my grandpa Cornell's commercial vegetable farm in the Midwest. And I recalled in the spring, I saw it firsthand when grandpa took the tractor out, hooked it to a disc, which has heavy blades, and was busting up the soil. Now, if he had not done that because of the snowpack in Chicago area and the sun beating down in the spring, there's no way that seed was gonna grow in that soil. And so, as we look at the reading from 1 Kings, we see the life changing experiences between the prophet Elijah and Elisha. And we learn and see Elisha behind a team of 12 oxen plowing the field, which means that Elijah had to go find him out in the field. Now, Elisha was told by the Lord you will anoint Elisha, and you will appoint him as your successor. And I'm picturing Elijah's voice was probably very strong, very convincing, and urgent with a top priority message, saying to Elisha, go and share the word of God with the people. I believe Elijah knew from his own experience that the call to evangelization is very difficult and it's very difficult to understand. So we also see Elisha wanting to go to his family first before following the prophet's anointing. However, he quickly made a decision, and what he did was give of his first fruits. As Father said, he killed his oxen, and he was there to share a meal with those people who were around him. So the good news is that when he did that, he never looked back. You know, it's interesting to see that Elisha learned from his work as a farmer, which is extremely difficult, hard work. And he probably gained physical strength and emotional strength, had to be disciplined, and was able to prioritize wisely. So I believe what we could be seeing in these readings and in the reading from 1 Kings, there is an interdependency 
in Alicia's life of his career, his job, and the call to work of spreading the word of God that Elisha learned from his career, his responsibility, how to follow the call from Elijah and from the Lord. Now it's interesting to note the time frames here based on the readings that we heard. There was about 500 to 600 years between the writing of 1 Kings and the Gospel of Luke that we heard. And now there's about 2,000 years from the time when the Gospel of Luke was written till today when we are hearing it and studying it. Scripture scholars say that every word of the Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament, are relevant and apply to all times and all seasons. Through the experience that I learned from the readings and the life of the ancient prophets, I also recalled my own preparation in the corporate world uh, as part of a sales division. Uh, I was required to make an annual marketing plan identifying clients that I would see, the uh, projects that I would be working on, and the potential revenue. And then every week, we had a special report where we had to identify who we were going to talk to, what we were going to say, and what way would we be able to secure business. I'll never forget that weekly form, that daily form, because the title said, plan your work, work your plan. So through all of these experiences uh, that we see with the prophets, we know for ourselves that we have to make commitments and have serious responsibilities with our families with our careers, with what we're called to do uh, in our day-to-day -day life. But the challenge for me and for all of us is how do we efficiently rank and prioritize the callings of our personal life and also our spiritual life? Sometimes, if this is not done, or understood, it's possible for a person to apply all of their effort, all of their energy, and all of their priority on raising their family and working at their career. Well, this could lead to a point that the person, maybe inadvertently, was either delaying the call to evangelization or maybe ignoring it entirely. In today's readings, we're seeing two different examples of a sense of urgency. We certainly see Elijah and Elisha uh, and their call. What, what they were really doing is pointing out a future Messiah. 
a future savior of the world. But then in the gospel, we see our Lord Jesus saying to his disciples, follow me. His call was far more clear and was urgent for the disciples. The church, when they put together readings for our masses, are looking for clarity that the readings actually complement each other and are really pointing out a common purpose. Today, what we see, the common purpose is evangelization. Placing what we are learning in the proper time sequence, we realize that when Jesus said to the disciples, follow me, that this was the most important message and coming at the highest priority. The word of the Lord in the Old Testament and from Jesus is timeless. It applies yesterday, today, and tomorrow. One of the gifts that we need is discernment, just as the prophets needed discernment and the disciples. And it's an important quality to maybe understand the call that they are receiving. At first, as we heard in the gospel, Jesus' disciples missed the call entirely. They were preparing the way for Jesus on his journey to Jerusalem, went into a Samaritan village and got totally rejected. What did they do? Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven and consume them? Probably not the smartest thing those disciples ever did. Because actually, Jesus rebuked them. And then later on, he spoke positively of the Samaritans. And over time, the Samaritans received the gospel message, the message of the Lord. And their souls were open to the move of the Holy Spirit. But there are occasions, probably in all of our lives, where we may account, encounter people who say, I really don't believe in a God. Uh, I, um, I really don't think it's relevant to my life. Or why go to church? I can talk to God directly. Well, uh, over time, we learned that these individuals, along with the Samaritans, can have an Elisha experience. The Old Testament also reveals from the prophet Isaiah how did these factors in his life affect him. Scripture scholars say that actually Elijah had three commands from God and he ignored two of them and followed through on the third. Well, how did that affect him in later life? Well, as Father mentioned, Elijah was called to ascend to heaven fully alive, never experienced death, in a fiery chariot 
Obviously, he received full forgiveness, received a reward beyond anyone's imagination. So there is so much more for us to receive from the, today's readings. The more we study them, the more we'll learn. But this message today is a call to action. It's a call to evangelization. And yet, it really is still difficult to consume. So I give thanks to the uh, publication One Bread, One Body, which is a biblical commentary on the readings for our Mass today. And they have provided us a concluding summary, which reads, plowing is hard work with hard ground. We must plow in the field of our own hardened hearts. Repent and plow. Prophesy and plow. Pray, preach, and plow. Work, suffer, and plow. Love, die, and plow. Be a disciple. Make disciples. Plow. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission 